Welcome back to another episode of The Last Action Critics. We got a big show today. We're doing Coda, which is not an action movie. It is not. But we do have an action-packed show for you. We have Ian's sister, Adrian, with us. She's going to be working the pitch fix with us. We're going to do our questions with her. Yep. We're going to talk about what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how we've been. Maybe we'll talk a little New Hampshire. I don't know. And then finally, we'll get to Coda. Work this thing out. You ready? I am. And our pitch fix for the night, Money Plane. Money Plane. Starring Kelsey Grammer. Not to be uh, not to be confused with Money Train, right, which, is, which is a fantastic related. movie with Woody Harrelson you know and what? Wesley Snipes. Money Plane as brought to you by the Lawrence Brothers. Absolutely. Three of them in it. Anyway, so my sister is on. Adrian, yes. say hello. Welcome. Hello. There you go. All right. We're working so through the families. We are working through <laughs> the families. We've had my sister on. Carol's the only outlier Carol. at this point. Let's talk about how we've been. Let's talk about about how we've been guests first yeah how you been oh i've been fantastic out here in la from maryland what have you been doing in la so far not much we went for a couple walks today i mean oh. you can't do much when you got two toddlers mm-hmm. it's true yeah. it's true how old is your toddler she will be one and a half in a week one and a half in a week yeah. walking you walk oh, yeah. walking. walking babbling Trying to run. Does Viv try and take care of her? They have fun together, but she's more protective of her things. Oh, yeah. Viv is? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe yeah. not that one. She's got my ass. Okay, buddy. You're the older cousin. You got to chill. You got to share. <laughs> you got to share, yeah. When there's the space to run around. Oh, yeah. Viv was chasing Rosie yeah. at the restaurant today. Yeah. Oh, she said, nice. I want to I chase her. I yeah. want to get her. <laughs> We went to Spitz and they were running around some of the tables. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. You're that family. Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were waiting for there. Nobody else oh, was okay, there. Nobody else was there. Oh, okay, great, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, I feel we were like waiting Ian for as a waiter would have hated that family. Like, <laughs> control your damn kids. In the situation we were there in, I'd have been okay. Okay, nice. If, there, if I'd have had to serve amongst it, yeah, sure, absolutely. But Awesome. Yeah, we were the only people. Awesome. Yeah. Coming out just to visit? Yeah, I haven't been here in two years, so I wanted to fly on a plane with a one-and-a-half-year-old. I thought that would be fun. Yeah, it sounds like a joy. <laughs> super fun. It was, you know, she got to fly for free, so why not? You got to take advantage of it. Wow, one-and-a-half-year-old? Up to one two. Up to two. Wow, I didn't know three. that. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So that's kind of how you've been, too, huh? Yeah, most of well, I The last time we talked was uh, last Tuesday. That's true. And since then, I've done more days alone with child. Right, uh, right. Mommy nurse is uh, exhausting. Gone. We'll just go with exhausting. Yeah, I love that. I don't think I'm as exhausted as my wife. You look fresh. I don't feel fresh. Like some days you come over here and I look at you and I'm like, there's death in that man's eyes. He's ready to lay down for a while. But today you look fresh. I don't feel fresh. I did oh. not get that much sleep last night. But I think it helps to have two. I have Adrian. I have my mother. So that Got I think it. helps. I took a shower today. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. really setting the bar. I mean, I say that, but my day literally consisted of being on that couch, watching movies and TV all day and being like beefy. I'm envious. Is it weird that I'm envious of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sounds a like little, a lovely day. It, it was. I recently went to Mexico City. You did. Uh, which was super fun. We uh, got one picture. Yeah, no, I'm not great with the picks. Katrina tagged Last Action Critics. Yes. Thank you, Katrina. Katrina. It was her boyfriend, Ryan, his birthday. We had a great time. I mean, it was awesome. Mexico City, by the way, is effing huge. Incredibly big. We went out and saw the uh, pyramids, which are 
these old Teotihuacan pyramids. They were really incredible. Had a good time. We went on this Mexico City taco food tour. Oh. So we hit up all these little taco stands. Uh, we had this lady, Fernanda, essentially walk us around, get us to all these little taco stands. Yes. And we had a group of maybe like eight of us doing it. You know, I was a little like, oh, where are we going to go? How are they going to do this? But Every place she brought us to was legit. Wow, it is in Mexico. It's in Mexico City. And believe me, we had plenty of tacos. I ate 12 tacos that day alone. Oh. Uh, which is... Now, were they like the little ones? Or no. They... Oh, they were tacos. No, they were tacos. They were... Have you um, ever been to Mexico? Yes, twice. Once for a wedding and then once just with my husband. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Only to like the coastline. Never coastline. To, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Resorty in, places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Resort. So like, did I see much of Mexico? No. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, you should because Mexico City is a fantastic well, we did, city. We went to Tulum. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we saw those... Not pyramids, but... We'll go with temples. Yeah. The Aztecs. The, yeah, the Mayan Aztec temples. Yeah. I would love to see those, actually. Okay. That sounds cool. But that, Mexico that City, nice. big ups, super cool place. Uh, we went to a couple museums as well. We went to the Frida Kahlo Museum, okay. uh, her, which is her house. Okay. Or her childhood home slash okay. home she... She lived there. Uh, she lived there. Yeah. Well, she grew up there, and then she took over the place after her parents died. Okay. Uh, really cool. We went to the uh, Museum of Anthropology, which was also rad. Saw a lot of cool old history. I was into it. When we I came like back it. here, totally beat. Crystal and I realized that Katrina and Ryan, they, they vacation in a slightly different way than us. They go a little hard? They go hard. They're like, we should get up at like nine and just like walk. I think we averaged like 20,000 steps every day. Nice. That's impressive. Yeah. Like I have two blisters, one on each foot, legitimately. But that being said, like yeah. they set everything up and they made it a fun time. You and, you know, my lazy took us would have been, oh, I kind of saw something <laughs> in Mexico City. And these guys were like, we're ready. We're leveled up. You're with a planner. Great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's one of the things I love about Crystal. She's a planner. There you go. She'll get it going. I can just be attentive. All right, that's how I've been. We did it? I think so. All right, we're going to do what you've been watching, then we'll go into q and I'll start. Please do. It was a light week. It was a light week <laughs> nice. for me. I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Jessica Chastain. Oh, okay. Nominated for an Academy Award. That oh, yeah. one of the reasons. I was like, well, yep. I'll give it a look-see. It's her. Andrew Garfield plays... Jim Baker. Nice. Vincent D'Onofrio, very scary Jerry Falwell. She's nominated for an Academy Award, and, you know, she's a delightful actress. Do you think she's going to get it for no. it? No, no, I don't. You didn't think she was that good? I thought her cheek prosthetics were fantastic. Oh, okay. But one I, of those. But, I mean, a lot of people have won with prosthetics on their have. face. She was great. She was a delight. She usually is. She was. But here's the thing about Jessica Chastain. How often is she great? In a movie you don't really remember. You're going to say a lot. Yeah. Miss Sloan. Sure. Molly's Game. Yeah. These are all movies that she was in and may have been nominated for. Oh, yeah. But we all don't care. Yeah. And it was directed by Michael Showalter, who I usually enjoyed. I like Michael Showalter. Yeah. Yeah. It was not that interesting of a picture. I I wanted more. Andrew Garfield. Always a... Always always a... Like, I like Andrew Garfield so much. I've watched about three quarters of Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. And I don't like Rent and I don't like musicals. Yeah. But he is a delight in it. I'm sure. He is just a pleasure. Oh, nice. Just a pleasure. I also enjoy him. I watched something with, or I started to watch the movie with him and Adam Driver, and they're like, um, priests they're, or Yeah, something. they're priests, yeah, and yeah. they're going, Scorsese, they're, right? yeah, Scorsese, yeah. and they're going to like Japan to yeah. try and like save people and bring them into Christianity. And obviously, Japan was hugely against that way back then. And the movie was just weird, man. And it, nobody performed well in it. I was just like, what is going See, on? Heard- Whose who's Italian accent are you doing? I don't understand what's going on here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I missed the boat, but it just felt like, 
is this a dark comedy or is this oh. like, yeah, it, it like walked that line where I was like, wait, am I supposed to be laughing right now? Or is this not supposed to be funny? I can't quite tell. Okay. So that's, uh, I hey, can't even remember the name of the movie at this it. point. Sorry, keep going. No, that's it. All right. On yeah. to you. Adrian, what'd you get into? I watched Free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah, what'd the you other think? Night. It was good. I liked it. I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Okay. All right. I like most of what he's in, so. Got you. Are you into his kind of sarcastic, yes. you know, diggish humor? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm the sarcastic type, so nice. I can appreciate that humor from other people. Nice. I mean, it nice. wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but yeah, if you... it was on TV, I would definitely turn it on. It's something I want to Oh, pass for sure. Out. Yeah. For sure. It's I cute. wholly agree. Yeah. Some I... people poo-pooed it, but I was like, no, this is exactly what he should be it doing. It wasn't supposed to be a great movie. It was just no. supposed to be It's called funny. Free Guy. Yeah, it's fun. That's all. Yeah. I yeah. got several chuckles out of it. And I think we walked away happy. I don't know what we rated it. Gave it a solid mid to upper yeah. mid. Yeah. We enjoyed it. It was fun. It was it dumb was fun. fun. It was it dumb was fun. Dumb yeah, fun. turn dumb your brain fun. off. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Watched a couple episodes of Murderville. Do like you like that. it? Oh, I do. I mean, wasn't a huge fan of the first episode with Conan O'Brien because I'm not a huge fan of him, but I like the Andy Murphy episode. Because he's a ginger as well? You got he's a, little... a tall ginger. Yeah, nobody likes that. I got that. the short ginger. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. yeah. You got... I didn't know there was a feud there, but <laughs> I like that. a little bit of a feud. I mean, I have to stick with my people, yeah, but- heard. So you'll take him over another tall person. Yes. But gotcha. within the, the ginger meeting, right. yeah. he yeah. sits in the back. Well, yes. For obvious tall. reasons. Yeah. Right. But there's, <laughs> there's I mean, there more are, to it than that. There, there's some gingers I would kick out of the club. Sure, but. sure. Okay, great. But other than that, you've enjoyed? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. Annie Murphy's episode was good. Marshawn Lynch's was interesting. Uh, yeah. I saw Marshawn Lynch's episode. You know, sometimes you're just kind of like, I've never seen you do anything, right. so I'm ex- my expectation is nothing. But I know, like, where was this going to go? I just kind of watched it. And he, he had some funny moments and some funny bits with when he was miming in the mirror. Like, yeah. it was cute. I can't ever decide whether I'm just fascinated because I have no idea. Like, I, my heart is just, li- like, pumping a little harder for this guy who might just embarrass himself on screen. <laughs> or maybe not. Right. And he did not, okay. which he is not. nice. All right. I got to catch up on that one, I guess. Yeah. It's it's yeah. good and, and you know Will Arnett is always fun. I oh, love him. He's just outlandish. And they and they have like a little storylines going on in the background, which was nice. You yeah. need that. I think yeah. you need that. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets a little too cheeky. Cool. Anything else? Uh, Snowpiercer, the TV show. Oh, I mean, I have seen the movie. Yep. But the TV show, which is much better than the movie. I agree. I actually agree with that. Not actually. I just agree with it. There you go. All right. And then me. We'll talk about me sure. unless you have anything else. Love is blind. Love is know. blind. That's true. It's a reality TV show yeah. where they go into pods and they don't see each other. And right. It's a great show to binge. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I watched MacGruber. It's good stuff. It is good. It was super fun. I mean, I don't know how long they can keep it up. Every episode. Because <laughs> it's just ludicrous. But I mean, every piece is yeah. still wonderful. I mean, I watched the movie in theaters. Yeah. And loved oh, it. Oh, it's great. But I-, I love that they've just kind of come back with it. I mean, I think I told you, I laughed to the point of tears multiple times oh wow but oh just it just gets gruber rips let's just say that <laughs> no i mean for the genre that he is doing he is hitting every single note he's not letting anything go and i can appreciate that everything yeah. is full blast 110 yeah. percent. that's a ray wreck right there if he isn't watching it uh i watched macbeth how was it the tragedy yeah. of macbeth with uh denzel like obviously like you got denzel washington and francis dormant and they're fantastic okay everyone in the cast actually Holds up nicely. I feel like there's a butt in there. There is a butt coming. There's a butt coming, which in this case doesn't void out everything that came before. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I felt like there was nothing in this movie that made it different from watching it as a play. 
that's not a bad thing. Uh, I feel like you're using a medium that you like you're not using. Well, were they on a stage? Could the camera move fully around them without you seeing an audience? Oh my god. That's not a play, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, um, did there need to be space aliens? This doesn't need to be space aliens, but if you're going to use a medium and you're going to do Macbeth, mm-hmm. I want to see more than just essentially what is like people walking onto a stage, having a scene, and walking back off of the stage. More action, more some do something with it. And they did some fun stuff. They had some cool stuff, and obviously the actors are fantastic in it. And you're right. They should have put a treasure map in there. <laughs> they should have Maybe charted some gold that keys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, all performances were rock solid. That's all you're there for. I guess so. But I mean, if you're going to, is it nominated for movie? Leading role for Denzel, uh, production design and cinematography. Oh, Denzel filmed it? No, those were the three nominations. I was like, damn, Denzel got all those nominations? Shit. (laughs) The Coens were like, we really want to work with Denzel. Give (laughs) him the camera. camera. Let him production design. Let him do it all. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Half Brothers is a movie that I also watched on the plane, and I have to mention it. Okay. It was stupid but delightful wait what's half brothers it's a movie about two brothers who are half brothers they have the same father so the father uh, is living in living in mexico in kind of a border town they run out of work he leaves his son and wife to go across the border to like make money and is planning on coming back never ends up coming back it kind of jades his son and his son and him are estranged after that and his son becomes a super successful person anyway his father's dying early from sickness and he gives him a call to tell him to come here and his dad had this other life in america with this other son and he sends those two sons on a road trip to understand why he did what he did got it so was it a mexican movie american movie a I think split it was a split okay I think it was split certainly bilingual there you go all right and those are the things i watched i did all that and went to mexico city you welks wow guess you did more than me <laughs> i just raised the, the future of america yeah. Well, yeah. you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> All, All right. right, let's get to it. Q and A. Q and A as brought to you by. As brought to you by old. Oh, this is a thick bottle old. All they had was the one liter. Wow. All they had was the one liter. I figured wow. we'd, we'd get through it eventually. Please, <laughs> well, you know. Have you ever had old overhaul? I have not. Are you excited? Good. We'll never see. <laughs> you should be. You should. Be. Ooh, you get. You're here for the crack it episode. Here we go. Ooh, listen, go. listen, folks. Yikes. Kind of underwhelming. That was a bit. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, but maybe the pores. Oh, that was you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to you know beef up your sound. While you're pouring out and dripping yeah. on my table and taking the paint off, we have our standard questions. You may have heard of these if you listen to our podcast. And then I'm going to go through a couple questions just to get to know you right. a little bit. Because, you know, brother-sister uh, interaction is always <laughs> yeah. awkward. Yeah. So I love that. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Enjoy. Ooh. Oh. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sipping it. I'm gonna be honest. It's good if you have any sores in your mouth. Really cleans them out. <laughs> yeah, it just makes those sores go away quick. Like Listerine. I don't think there's any bacteria in my mouth. <laughs> but it tastes like the old West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you mean dirt and manure, yeah. <laughs> but but if this was the last drink you drank before you went to a shootout, uh, I would not be happy about it. No? I think it would inspire you to kill. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. So that it wasn't the last taste I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> you want more? No, I'm good. <laughs> who, who, who are my troopers that have... Don? Don. Don doubled down. Oh, Don doubled down for sure. Don. Don's, Don's a guy. I need a... I need a You're going to get through that there, tough guy? I'm, yeah, I like to sip it. I it's know a you sip do. It's weird. Whiskey. Get out of here. Woo! Back with the Q&A here. We got Adrian. First question. First action movie you remember seeing? Ooh. The Three Ninjas. The Three Ninjas. Ooh, good, one. A good one. Yeah. We've, never, we haven't never, we've never gotten to Three Ninjas. We have I watched The Three Ninjas I as well. Love that movie. Love The Three Ninjas. That movie was awesome. I yeah. think I found it a couple years ago in a thrift store and I had to buy it because it just it brought back so many memories. Like when they're like in the bunk room, bunk beds and like the bad guys are coming in and they oh, like the, the set up delivery. everything. Oh, just like yeah. all the colors and like the, oh, the yeah. guy that they that they practice fighting with and his eyes lighting up like every yes. time you hit his spot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you remember all three of their names? Their ninja names. Oh, God, names? no. I know it was Tum Tum, Colt, and Rocky. Nailed that <laughs> shit. No, because and the sad thing is because I was so young when it came out, I would always get it confused with the Karate Kid. So I actually thought that The Three Ninjas was the Karate Kid. Ooh. And then the first Karate Kid movie I remember seeing is the one with Hilary Swank. <laughs> Which is, oh. Comp- Which not, is not like no. Karate Kid. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's better. So I no. always used to kind of think The Three Ninjas was the Karate Kid. Right, yeah. And to be honest, if the only Karate Kid you ever saw was the Hilary Swank one, you probably should just... I, mean, I, have gone, I have seen the first Karate Kid. I've never seen the rest of them until Hilly Swank. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to mix it up with Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas, yeah, yeah, yeah for Another, sure. Do you remember that one? No. Uh, Leslie Terrible. Nielsen. Not great. Mm. Rob Schneider. Not great. Ernie Reyes actually, Jr. Ernie Reyes Jr., yeah. well played. Uh, and he actually plays Donatello in the second or yes. in the first one. That's like right. he does all the action. Fun, yeah. Anyway, have you? Did you see the other ones? The other, the other three, three ninjas? ninjas. Yeah. I think I saw the second one. Okay. They made like four of them. I think. Yeah. There's one of them with Hulk Hogan. I'm gonna pull it up. There's Wait, one of them. Yeah. No. It, yes. It involves like an amusement park. Oh my god. Yes, there it it's is. The fourth well three played, ninjas. Well played. I three bow, ninjas. I high noon at Mega Mountain, starring Hulk Hogan, Jim Varney. Oh, if you don't know who Jim Varney is, he's Ernest P. Worrell. He is, and Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson, who is a, a honey from the time. And Victor Wong was the grandfather. Only main character to be in all four films. Oh. It was also his last film. I'm sorry, Vic. Yeah. Anyway. Rest in peace. Your favorite action movie. Oh, I'm not a huge action movie person, so I'm going to go with Taken. Taken. Okay. Kind of on the newer end of things. Taken. It is. Still solid. I mean, the beginning and the end are horrible, but the middle is just phenomenal. Like, that's Absolutely. a movie that I will turn on, and as long as it's in the middle of it or at least past the part of his daughter's oh, yeah. bullshit, then I'm good to go. Liam Neeson and Maggie Grace have absolutely no chemistry whatsoever as a father-daughter no. couple. Well, it's weird I blame she- Maggie Grace, to be honest, because I've seen her in other things. I'm like, oh, you are pretty It's terrible. also weird that when she comes back after almost being sold in human trafficking, that it's like, oh, yay, I get to meet a star and I get to learn how to sing. Like, right. nothing ever happened to her. Yeah. She was addicted to heroin for a few weeks and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is fine. We good, we good. <laughs> Put her on the old IV. We'll get her through this. There you go. And then Taken 2, you know, you're just like, really? Never saw. Yeah, good. I don't it's think I saw After Taken. Oh, it's yeah. bad. They it's made three, bad. right? Yeah. All right. If you could pick any action star to be your BFF or have your back in a fight, and we're talking like the character, not the actual actor, who would it be? Ooh, I'm going to go with, wait, do I have to say the character name or just like? I would go with the character name, but if you don't know it, just yeah, tell, n- yeah. name of actor and movie. I'm going to go with Dwayne Johnson. In? Anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much anything, but 
because this is the last movie I saw him in, Red Notice. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. It's sad that that's the last movie yeah. you had to see him in. The Rock in anything. He's a lovable oh, guy. Was he a good father in Red Notice? Did he have a child? No. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He always plays good dad, though. He plays he good dad. He was in that movie with the, the high-rise tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, skyscraper. Skyscraper. But he seems like in a tough situation, the kind of guy in all of his characters that you want to have. Oh, for sure. Sure. And he actually feels like he is as tough as he plays. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? There will be no like sexual advances. Right. The man does not do he's, he's sexual a very, chemistry. He's very, yeah. His yeah. No, yeah. So you're him good. and Nev Campbell, there's <laughs> nothing there. Him and any female lead? Just weird. No, you didn't weirdly. feel it with him and Gal Gadot? No, no, I did not. Gal Gadot? No, no. no that dancing was awkward. <laughs> it was it was, oh it was rough. He, yeah. should just, he should always play a widower with a child. Yep. With a daughter. Yes. That's yes. his, like, money spot. Uh, oh, next question is purpose of humans. The purpose of humanity. Or humans. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? Oh, you can be. That's a. You can be. It's a tough question you know, for your podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's what we like to. We like to switch it up. Really, right? hit people where really? they don't know what's happening. If you get it wrong, you have to take another shot. There's no wrong. <laughs> There's no wrong. We nobody has figured. Nobody has figured this out yet. No, nobody. Or they have. We don't but, know. You, I guess everyone just figures it out for themselves. That's true. End of the day. I mean. The first answer that comes to my mind is just procreation. That's a good one. That's a good one. We've had that one before for sure. Mm -hmm. But discovery, I feel like, is the other thing. Procreation is also a great TV show. I love that. Those are two awesome things. Is there a segment from our episode you want to respond to? Our show. Our show. Not sorry. It says episodes. Yes. I just missed the S. That's okay. That horrible Chris Pratt movie. Tomorrow War. Mm. Yes. I felt you guys were. Too nice to it. Too generous. Kate felt the same. My sister felt the same way. A lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, she was like, why did you like that movie at all? That was just way too long of a movie. It was horrible. (laughs) The end scene with his daughter, like, dying, and then he comes back, and then Uh he finds out that the whole reason his daughter didn't like him in the future was because he knew she was going to die, and ugh, just, no, that movie, ugh. And I love Chris Pratt, and like that just made me think, really, you you read the script and said, yeah, this is the movie for me. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that makes sense. That tracks for Chris. Yeah, Chris is not always a spectacular, like, read it, know it's going to be a great guy. He's usually good. Because he's pretty solid in everything. And maybe he's just a confident dude who's like, fuck it, I'll be in it. I'm good. I mean, maybe it was just for the paycheck for that one. I yeah, think for the, sure. I think the script was probably like 100 pages longer than what we saw. And they cut it down to what? Like, it but almost if you felt read like that script, a miniseries. If you read that script well, and it was bad. 100 pages longer, well, maybe would, they, would, maybe they explain, that would have definitely made me not make it. Well, maybe it. it's bits and pieces within it. Maybe he thought it was going to be a miniseries. Maybe it was originally slated to oh, be a miniseries. Oh, there's no way that could have been yeah, a you're, miniseries. You're, yeah, yeah, you're pushing no. a lot of maybes in order to get this to work. I like, you know, they come back and they have that whole like oh let's let's check under the nails of the monsters that you've killed and oh we're going to use our high school suit to figure out what kind of volcanoes they were and then right, the volcano yeah. was in Russia like are you saying that all the scientists in the world that are working on this issue have not figured that considered out considered taking these animals somewhere right. else to like really yeah. research them and you guys gave it like a three and that that annoyed me it was yeah. early on that's understandable we made mistakes we made mistakes We've we made definitely... we made a lot of mistakes you know we get caught up in emotion a lot we do that was a confusing one for us it was it was because tough. it wasn't good but it wasn't horrible at the time and it was like show number four we didn't know who Every, we were. Yeah, every, everything is clearer in hindsight. We've I've gone back and looked at the score, and I think I was like, "How did Tomorrow War 
end up where tomorrow yeah. war is so we're sorry we are we're sorry to everybody on that that one. is that we is fair we blew it it's to a all fair. of you who hate tomorrow war we <sighs> probably don't like it either so yeah. <laughs> you know all right you've gotten through our first five questions all right uh there's gonna be a couple more questions just because you know i don't know i mean i know ian pretty well you know he's a great mm-hmm. guy got a lot going for him but i don't know who he is as your brother uh and i don't know a lot about you actually Uh, So let's just start easy stuff. What do you do? I'm a veterinary technician. Okay. And uh, what does that entail exactly? Uh, So I'm a registered veterinary technician, which is similar to being a registered nurse. I had to take an exam. I had to get certified. I have to do continuing education every year. And it... It's mostly, I mean, I work for a surgery department at National Institutes of Health. So a lot of it is maintaining anesthesia, prepping an animal for surgery, placing it in a tracheal tube, IV catheters. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of the medical stuff. And I get to work with different types of animals, so not just dogs and cats. Okay. I get to do monkeys. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Second question. We're getting a little bit more difficult here. How do you like Auntie Hood? Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Even with Viv. Oh, love the ba- it with the bastard Wait child that she is. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just I like to Papa Bear came to her defense quickly. I got to jump in on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice with that first time I met her when she was two months old. I mean, she just she immediately had this feeling of family. It was something I'd never experienced before. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's to just awesome. Really have a bond with somebody, even though she she didn't know the bond, but I knew it. Yeah. What sucks the most is that we live three thousand miles apart. That does suck. She knows me. She loves me. She's not scared of me when she sees me, but you do still feel that distance because I can't see her all the time. But there is, I mean, there's something to just say for that bond just in that, like, she's still scared of me and I see her probably more than you do. So you're doing you're something right. Dude, I agreed. I, I appreciate you saying so. And on an action podcast, I think that's a compliment. There you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Play the bad guy one day. Next question. Was Ian a good brother? Uh... That's a hard question. There's to a follow up question as well. So. so I looked up to him and okay. I wanted to be like him. Okay. A lot of what In what ways? Like in his like cool theater kid way? Yes. Or in or when I he wanted, was like on his scooter. Uh no, for instance, he played clarinet, so I played clarinet. Oh, interesting. He played bass clarinet, so I played bass clarinet. Yeah. He did theater, so I joined theater. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be just like did him. Did he tell you why he's changed to bass clarinet? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> because I sucked in clarinet. <laughs> yeah. So I got a, I, I chose an instrument nobody else played, and then I went to high school. Yeah. And other people played it. So and they I just want you to know who you're following. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so was he Was he like was he a protective brother? Like if you, you know, if, he didn't get protective until I got older. Until New Hampshire. Until okay, New Hampshire. Okay, got you. Got I you. feel like I would could have been. But well, this this, this leads Not into a, our next yeah, question. Yeah. My next question is because Ian loves feedback. We did we did some Q and A questions when we were mocking up our Q and A, and all his were like, "So about the show? Oh, so about the show? Feedback, feedback, feedback." Uh, so if you could improve Ian as a brother in one way, what would you do? What would your suggestion for Ian be as a brother to improve him? Oh, well, as a he's kind of already doing it, but he could have included me more, oh. and he's doing that here. So there you go. Yeah. he learned on his yeah. own. Good on you. Thank you. And he, like, he included me in his wedding. That's true. Uh-huh. I got to say a speech, which yeah. I knocked out of the park. You did. You uh-huh. killed it. I remember. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. My so, speech was pretty good, too. You're yeah. welcome. Not as good as mine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> top two. Top two. Top two. <laughs> Next question. I don't have any more questions. Oh. I just wanted to know this relationship, and I wanted to kind of like got seek it. it out. It got better because of his wife. Oh, that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Jillian makes sense. helped bond us more. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, as we've gotten older, as my mom would always tell me, because I was upset we weren't closer, oh, is okay. that boys are a little bit more immature. It's true. And as he gets older, your relationship will get closer. Interesting. And Mom's a has. wise woman. Yeah. She's got it. Ian is not also just like a, he's a, he's a kind of a, he's not like a, an open book, but like anytime I go out or like I have Ian come over to like a party with people, it like takes him like an hour or so before he starts <laughs> to like, kind of like feel his groove sure, and I he gets not. like real quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't realize he was a shy dude. Cause when we met and started hanging out, it was just one-on-one Oh, it's yeah. and he was just lively AF. But then we started going to parties and I'd be like, he's just like to fade into the background <laughs> he here. What's going on? I find a corner to hang yeah, out. I find a corner, yeah. you know, like my dad. It's called social anxiety. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah. some of that just happens, you know? Yeah. So and sometimes when you think someone's not, being closed or reaching out it's just their own shit that they're dealing with have we gotten to this point in the podcast where we're just talking <laughs> yeah. emotional shit yeah because that's good because we're going to get to coda and there's a lot of emotional <laughs> shit going on there a lot of going emotional shit all right let's 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 move on let's move let's move on we'll do just a quick I, super quick because this is going to be a longie of an ep but you spent some time, Adrian, in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, sorry. Will is from New Hampshire. That's true. So where in New Hampshire were you? I was in Franklin, New Hampshire. Nobody knows where that is. Oh, there you go. Okay. Which is a little south of Tilton. Oh, I know where Tilton is. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes south. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird area for sure. You're in kind of in the middle of no it man's is. land. You're kind of outside of Concord. That area is kind of creepy. A lot of truckers. Yeah, I mean, New Hampshire's... It's country. It's Live country AF. And, and it's there's a lot of redneck there for sure. Oh, yeah. At least the spot oh. that I saw. I got the joy of only being there for the winter, so that was also oh, yeah. fun. I got to get into a car accident in the snow. Ah, I've done that. Bent my frame of my car. Ooh, I haven't done that. Uh, okay. <laughs> New Hampshire's awesome. I hope at some point you get a chance to go there in the fall or the spring and just see it for the kind of beautiful place that it is. As long as I'm not in Franklin, I'm Don't sure go to it. Franklin. Get out of Franklin. <laughs> go north. You can go stay with my family. There you go. They On would the love to have you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've Pitch. done it. Fix. Pitch. Fix. Your current champion, if you'd say his name, please. Current champion, Will Star. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's let everybody know what our film is. It's Money Plane. It is available on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Starring Adam Copeland, also known as Edge from the WWE. Kelsey Grammer, Thomas Jane, Denise Richards. All three Lawrence brothers. Yeah. Andrew, I'm- Matthew, Joey. This is their movie. Oh, it's it's yeah, Andrew Lawrence, the youngest. He's directed multiple films. Is this is this the best? Do you think? <sighs> it might be. Maybe. Anyway, so here is the plot from IMDb: A professional thief with forty million dollars in debt and his family's life on the line must commit forty one- million dollars in debt. Just take that number in. <laughs> must commit one final heist. Rob a futuristic airborne casino filled with the world's most dangerous criminals. So that's a that's I wouldn't go with futuristic at no, all. It's no, an airplane. No. Uh, it's a big airplane. And to be clear, we don't know exactly how he got that far in debt. Yeah, no, the forty million dollars was the painting. No, that, no, no, before the painting. The he forty was in million debt before he, the painting. Because the guy who told him to go get the painting, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer, Grammer yeah. essentially said, "Like, he I said, bought your debt, debt, right?" So uh, he had forty million in debt. That. We yeah. assume because That's he okay. played poker professionally, and he like, which we never get he, a whiff of. He no, all you he, told is that he's five years clean. He, right. he didn't trust his gut, and yeah. something went wrong because he went with his gut, and it, it didn't work out. And then now he hasn't trusted his gut since. Yeah. So that's his big arc, yeah. essentially. I guess he's so, got to trust his gut. So the opening is them trying to rob, get this painting. Him and his crew. But yeah. The painting's not there. Somebody's oh God, flipped yeah. on him. So Kelsey Grammer, the Rumble. 
tells Edge that he purchased his debt, so he owns him now. Yep. And because he didn't get the painting, he needs him to go do this money plane job. Right. The idea of the plot, I don't hate. Like, we've got a, like a, a heist midair. I'm okay with that. You could do something with that. They don't do anything. Like, that's as far as what's good about this movie sort of yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's like when they're setting it up. I was like, oh, we got a little executive decision in here. We got a little Ocean's Eleven. Then they get onto the plane. I took notes. I'm going to need a sit rep. I'm going to need <laughs> I'm a about to give my sit rep. First of all, the plot doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Only because Kelsey Grammer is the one who owns the painting and set them up not to get the painting because right. he wanted to, like, hold over them for another job right. and then set them up not to make that job so that. No, he wanted them to do this job, and then he was going to kill them and steal the money. But he was getting the money anyway because he was getting the forty million from them. That's the reason they're doing the job is to give him the money. He was just going to kill him. But they hadn't even completed the job when he started to try and kill them. When does he start to try to kill him? They don't even get like all the information down off of the thing, and he's killing the the Iggy Lawrence brother. In oh, the those outside. were his guys. That's right. Those were his we guys. Were no, those? but that was after they had not completed the transaction. Are you sure that was his, those were his guys? Those were his, yeah, guys. Those his guys. Oh, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but that was I thought after the edge told him he wasn't going to do it anymore. And if you've already bought up that his I debt, don't know. if you already you bought up it. his debt for forty million, and you ask him to steal a painting that you already own. Why would you do that? So that you can then own him. But why don't you just say, don't steal the painting, go do this I, job, I, I already own you. I think it like, was There's because, no reason for that. Yes, there was, I think. No, there I believe wasn't. the reason was, okay, all right, it doesn't make sense. You see where that I doesn't do make sense, right? Yes, I do. Also, like, I'm here for a private showing in like, like a weird, dirty room. Like, <laughs> what was that room? Nobody goes to a room like that in a... For a high prestige painting, a couple quick things. Yeah, yeah. Early on, he gives you three critical parts to doing a job. Okay. The first one I love, which is the right crew, is the first big thing. It right. takes more than one flint to make a fire, which is actually not true. You need flint and steel <laughs> to make a fire. That's how you make the spark. Well, how many flint fires and you steel. Make at once? I'm just saying you only need the one flint. Unless you're trying to make two fires. No, you just make the first and well, then you the make the time, second. You want to make That's, two fires at the same time, three feet away. You, know, yeah, you need yeah. two flints. His plan B action <laughs> plan didn't B? seem to be much of a plan just B. Just do was plan like, B. Yeah, just do plan B. <laughs> or like, he's like, oh, he's got to have a plan B. She breaks in the room and the guy's like flipping through a thing like, oh, I'm not sure which way you go. It's like, wait, I thought this was plan B. We should probably have figured out the exit route for plan B. And then, you know, there's there's how things are and how they appear to be, which oh, yeah. is just ludicrous. It's just one of those, like, things you say that doesn't a, really those... make a ton of sense. Here we go. This is one of my favorite lines in the movie. Rules were meant to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, there was, like, some hypersexual dudes on this plane that were just like, you need to take it back a level. And then my buddy. other favorite line, which is... Fucking co-pilot. How yeah. do you not plan? Yeah. That, for oh, a I have that in my notes. How do you not plan <laughs> for a co-pilot? Like, more or less kills this guy. And he then must, he's not because dead. he's flying the plane for a while, yeah. like another, <laughs> you know, 20, 30 minutes, and this guy is either unconscious the whole time or dead. Yeah. And he kind of chokes him out, and then the guy is alive again. I don't know. And nobody goes to check the pilot when the plane's all wonky. <laughs> yeah, AF. Like, well, I like, thought Joey Lawrence said, I'm a pilot. He said, I'm a he pilot did. at yeah, some I'm point. So I, I'm the best, so I know the best. Right. Yeah. So I thought at some point he was going to step into the cockpit. I yeah. was waiting for him like right. at the end or some point to be like, I'm going to go check out on the pilot. He and did then not he pay off at step- all. No. No one on no. the plane paid off. Like Joey Lawrence, who, by the way, is supposed to be this like – he, you know, caters to the wealthiest in the world and he's wearing a fucking undershirt what, y- that yeah. you can see. It's like, mm, Yeah, not only that, you get a haircut that. that says, you, Fantastic Sam. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, what that's, is that's that haircut, dude? But then the other dude, too, like, none of that, with the exception of the dudes that get killed by the gal. <laughs> and who no- weren't working with the company. Right. They were just, like, private security. Yeah. Right. With the exception of them, no one, nothing, I, I assume the plane just landed at some point. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I they were like, crashed, this is the know. best security on a plane ever. It's like, nobody checked on anything. Everyone was just like, cool. The one dude, McGillicuddy, McGillicuddy. who just keeps winning games. Uh, and he why, doesn't even know what he's betting why on. Why does no one tell you? And yeah, and he like walks back from the bathroom and they're like, betting's closed and you won again. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, wait, I, did I bet? <laughs> did he, When did he bet? He and literally also, just walked in the room. Matthew Lawrence in the worst I mustache ever. I appreciate they pay off the, the early like, yeah, people are betting on alligators versus men. I appreciate they pay that off. They did. Kudos. They did. And I love that, you know, the you know, middle Lawrence brother who was the son in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he was. Plays the, the cowboy guy. And Mets. in my opinion, he was the worst of the three Lawrence brothers. I thought it was Iggy. Yeah. No, Every I, scene ugh. he was in, I was like, this weird comedy you're doing does not work in this movie you're directing. No. Uh, I think Cowboy gets it. I, you think I, so? I think Cowboy goes for the win yeah, on, on Terrible. He was just so bad because he was just so like over-theatrical. With, it didn't uh, make any sense. I know it didn't, but it was betting. It was just, ugh. The mustache, didn't, the, the mustache didn't look like it was his. No. It, it just looked all bad. But that's and why it, I was fine because it was so he terrible. He didn't make any sense as a character. None he, of them made sense he just, as a character. I mean, the other guy was just kind of the lazy dude who wanted yeah, to see some action. Who and thought he was silly. And, yeah. And, also, one of my favorite parts, uh, the bedtime story. To the little girl, the moral of the bedtime story. Oh, not to steal? Yeah. Was it not to steal or well, was it to share s- if you do steal? Yeah. It was, it was well, share no, if you do steal. she said, can I steal? And he was like, well. If they're really bad. Right. And then she's like, oh, can I steal from this other girl? And he was like, oh. He was like, he was like well, if you steal all her candy, you'll get sick. So wouldn't it be better to share it? So your moral is steal all the candy, but share it with your friends? I mean, I think he was trying to be Robin Hood. Yeah, he was definitely trying to be Robin Hood, work. but it didn't no. work. And then, I mean, obviously he shares all the money with the oh, with poor people at the end, no, kind of. No, no, no. He lets it go flying out of a plane. But the Bitcoin but they But the donated. Bitcoin, yeah. he donates. Yeah. yeah. And everything else just flies over. Like be able to do anything with Bitcoin. Yeah. Charities, they're not looking at their Bitcoin. No. They'd have to have Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jane and the Pipe. For I a love scene the with, pipe. You're like, why does this guy have a pipe? You he's know just, that he asked for that as a prop. Oh, absolutely. He's like, so I'm asked, thinking, demanded. I'm thinking, he's like, Thomas Jane, I was Punisher, kind of. I was in Expanse, kind of. I want a pipe. And they gave it to him. And I'm just going to have the pipe for one scene. And we'll, we'll never see the pipe again. He got the pipe at the end as well. Oh, he did. He okay. Did. He had the pipe back at the end. I thought that's his dead best friend. And he just had like a an outside chit chat with him but then it turns out no he's not dead oh you thought you thought he was like like six senses like like he was dreaming or having just like a reflective moment like he lost his partner in that gambling thing and it's just that first scene with him felt because there's nobody else around and then he isn't referred to again until that call like 20 minutes later it just felt like oh maybe tom jane died and he's just kind of like he's having nightmares yeah. and having this moment with his dead friend. And it's like, oh no, no, he's alive. Cool. Well, I mean, he's watching the family. Yeah, but like, which is making weird because making spaghetti. Yeah, making some spaghetti. But Denise Richards just gets written out of the movie. I mean, I, she's in for one scene. She's in for about three minutes, and then she's gone. You don't feel any stakes with the at-home it's family break-in thing. You're kind of like, where the daughter could be there. Maybe she's not. People are definitely firing guns in the house, and nobody's waking up or coming down. At one point, the female part of their group tore off a man's ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother, who's a nurse practitioner, and myself went, it's not possible to tear off somebody's ears. But we Googled it, 
And with seven pounds of pressure, you can yep. pull it off. I yep. actually found a self-defense video of a woman teaching children how to pull off ears. I love that you do your research. <laughs> and you need to pull forward, not down on the ear. You got to pull sense. forward that on makes the sense. ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it if you got to teach your children self-defense, teach forward them on the to ears. pull yeah. on the ears and pull really hard forward. I love that they must have spent some money on all her fight scenes, right? Because yeah. they have the, a lot of like bottle blood stuff. But in the first shootout, they're shooting at each other from maybe 10, 15 feet away. Nothing hits the van. Yeah. No shots hit them. They don't hit anything. It's just like you didn't have enough money for like no. a couple squibs no. or something, you know, or just like a couple. Okay. We need to get into pitch fix. Yeah. Let's keep oh, this episode we, moving. Can yeah. we just one more thing? Please. In the cockpit, the co-pilot, co-pilot comes okay, back co-pilot. from the dead and he fish hooks him. Yes, he did. Yeah. He fish hooks him. <laughs> <laughs> if did. I was an actor and some other actor was like, yo, I'm thinking like when I jump up, I'll fish hook at you. I'd be like, doggy, you ain't my boyfriend. And this is not how this goes down. You know what I mean? Like this isn't Pornhub. You don't fish hook me, dude. Like, is that a wrestling move? I was wondering if that was like I, a, an, uh, like homage to some wrestling maybe, move that you know about. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Also, would you make the guy who's guarding your safe also the guy whose biometrics would get you into the safe? I wouldn't do that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like that. Well, also, if you're making a movie, convenient. would you have your star sidelined in a cockpit for the entire film? Yeah, no, totally. That's in the cockpit. Star. No, we're going to just sit him in a pilot's no, yeah. Maybe he was still recovering from his back injury. The woman is supposed to play the stewardess? Yeah. Why does she have a weapon on her coming onto the plane? Two. Yeah, what? Two. Why? Like, because no part of your cover would need you to have a weapon. Maybe. And it would be weird if the stewardess who you paid to come on the plane was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I brought two weapons I'm trying to get by you with. It just seemed like, commonplace what? that everyone brought a weapon. Yeah, like, every, what, yeah. Except it, for Mr. McGillicuddy. Except yeah, for McGillicuddy. Yeah, he's well, not he's a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> we got that. Poor McGillicuddy. Yeah. Poor McGillicuddy. He's great at win- <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> Just in the winnings that he had, he could have paid off the forty million. Really no problem. The amount of people that died for him. You know, yeah. Like, okay. Nice. Pitch fix. I'm the champ, so I'm yep. gonna let you go first. All right. So do you know how pitch fix works? Would you like a quick? I would like a. Okay. Quick. Give the rundown. So the way pitch fix works is we've we've all seen the film. We all know it's a terrible movie. Now within the confines of the film, so you can't change the plot too significantly. Like you wildly. can change it a little bit. You can, but you, but can't, you can't be go, like, no, now they go to outer space right. when they didn't go to outer exactly. space. Exactly. I guess you can assume that budget doesn't necessarily matter. The idea is we're pitching you a better version of this film. Yeah, right. And then you right. pick between the two you hear. No biases. Just between the two you hear, which is the movie you would prefer to see right. over what you saw. And you got to pick one. Even all right. if they all suck. They're both going to suck. Yeah, they're both going to suck. I can pretty suck. much uh, guarantee yeah. that. Okay, here we go. You've got Edge and his team. They get screwed out of a mission like like they do, and their debt is purchased. So I'm not changing a whole lot from the beginning of the film. He doesn't have a family. Or if he does, we don't need You're to You're cutting see the them. family total. I'm just like sidelining them completely. So if they exist, they're out of there. Oh, by the way, Thomas Jane is his dead best friend. So we don't oh. really deal with Tom Jane at all. He just comes and sort of talks to him in his mind. So when he maybe he's in, in the cockpit at one point, he sits next to him and they have a chat. It's his way of getting the inner monologue out. That's when they talk about Brazil. That's when they talk about fucking Brazil. The rumble gets him and he's like, you got to go do this mission. I need you to get the money plane. And they're like, great. We've got a team. We're going to go get the money plane. They set up. They get on the plane. And when they get on the plane, everybody goes to their assigned roles. You got McGillicuddy, you got the stewardess, you got Edge, and then you got Iggy on the ground, I guess. Except instead of being in a desert, he's probably just at a computer somewhere. So they get on the plane, and instead of sidelining Edge throughout the film, it's less important that they take the plane and more important that they get the money. So we see Edge have to step back into 
that gambling persona. He's got to trust his gut to win the money. We start with the gambling. They do a few rounds of just straight up gambling, right? He wins. He's starting to win money. People are getting suspicious, though. They're starting to win money, win more money. But then things slowly start to fall apart because somebody tries to get the stewardess and maybe she beats him up. And they're like, that's not allowed on the money plane. What we end up doing is upping the violence in this film, upping the actual action. They basically have to fight their way through this plane. They can't get into the cockpit just yet. They've got to get Joey Lawrence. They got to fight the all the evil people. They've also got to steal the money. That's the thing. They can't get into the cockpit. They can't take the plane. So they got to get the money and get off the plane. And one of the team dies. You, you got to kill one of the McGillicuddy dies. And it breaks your heart. And there's your emotional investment in this film. They get the money. They transfer the Bitcoin. They get off the plane. They get back to Kelsey Grammer. And they're like, okay, here's your money. And Kelsey Grammer's like, P-Roach, kill him. So now they got to get away from Kelsey Grammer. And they do. And, and they get away. And then and Edge is out of the game completely. And that's the end of the movie. Hmm. I mean, I still think it's better than what we watched. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you beat the movie itself. Okay, so I keep the family in, but I do more with them. My pitch fix would be this. Again, plot is similar. I would cut out the painting scene because I think it's unnecessary. They just meet up with Kelsey Grammer. He's like, look, I bought your debt. Your crew owes me big time. I want you to do this job. It's called the money plane. If you do it, you're square. You're good to go. Johnny Edge is like, I'll do it. He gets his team together. He's like, hey, guys, this will get us off. Because you never really understand why the team's on the hook for it as well. He seems to make it like his whole team's on the hook, but really he's the bad gambler. I couldn't quite understand that. So we'll explain them being on the hook by essentially saying, like, you guys screwed up the last mission, which was necessary. Cut the whole gambling piece out. I don't need it. He's like, you owe me for that because it cost me a ton of money to set up and blah, blah, blah. You're on the hook. Go do this money plane thing. So they go on the plane. They get on the plane. And this is where it takes a little dip. Instead of this this money plane, all the action takes place through the events, right? So man versus alligator, you're betting on it, but it's actually like they have the alligators on the plane, right? So at one point, the guy on the plane figures out that Edge is here to rob the plane because let's be honest, they're not a very good crew. They're not very good at their jobs. They should have been caught several times. So they start putting them through the trials of fighting alligators in a pool with piranhas. And so they have to like fight their way through these events and try and survive them in order to get off the plane. And as they do it, eventually they're able to kind of take out a couple dudes. They escape right before an event that one of them escapes and it was able to kill a few guys. They eventually get up to, to the big boss man and it's cowboy Joey Lawrence and um, mafia guy who just seems like your mafia guy from every movie that's ever had a mafia guy in it. And those three essentially are like guarding the cockpit. They take them down, big fight scene, big gun shootout. The co-pilot comes out. They go, oh no, the co-pilot, but they just shoot him because they knew a co-pilot was going to be there. Then they're like, cool. But they realize that like the reason they got tipped off was because Kelsey Grammer actually sold them out because he didn't care about the money. He was just pissed that they had messed up the last job and he actually wanted them dead, right? So he's tipped off Joey Lawrence. That's why they get caught. So they go down with a vengeance to go get Kelsey Grammer. But Kelsey Grammer 
smart guy that he is, he is taking the family hostage at this point. So now they got to fight through Kelsey Grammer's dudes, take out him. We get more than just Kelsey Grammer firing off and maybe he dies. We're not sure what happens. We'll definitely see Kelsey dead, rescue the family. We'll have a couple scenes with Kelsey and the family doing like weird kind of like sadistic stuff and the daughter being like, my daddy's going to kill you. And then, you know, exit on, you know, like you know, dead Kelsey. Uh, maybe Thomas Jane actually comes on the mission. We could lose Tommy Jane, to be really honest. Maybe just have him show up at the end with his pipe. That's it. That's mine. All right, for Ian, yeah. would you change killing McGillicuddy to killing the woman? Because I feel like McGillicuddy was the tech guy, so he was right. needed to get the Bitcoin. He can already get the Bitcoin by the time he gets killed. Okay. Yeah, but he, I think he's the emotional heart, so you need to kill him. Really? You it's felt a- like, you know, his puking in the bathroom was Well, really- I feel like compared to her- yeah, he was the he was the one that you were like, well, at least he's kind of chuckly. But he's the guy that you don't want to see die. All right, Will, do you feel like adding in this whole extra fight scene at the end would then take away some scenes on the money plane or else are you going to make it a much longer movie? I would probably speed up the rate that we get to the money plane in order to cut that fat in the beginning that like at the end, again, like they come down off of the money plane and we're cutting right to Kelsey Grammer knows they survived. He's holed up. We cut right to that scene and it's just guns out. Let's go. There's no like build up for that. But yeah, I would say that the fun of all of these kind of like they'll fight an alligator you know that kind of like gladiatorial piece to it could be a lot of fun on the plane and again like they're not likely to survive too many of these like competitions so we're gonna have to get them to kind of escape their bondage there pretty quickly and and start taking over the plane i'm hoping we can just squeeze it all in and not make it too much bigger but i think we could probably cut out i mean there's so many edge scenes where he's just in the cockpit talking to kelsey Grammer that we don't need so that's my answer to that all right well neither of you guys bought up the drone mm. a little upset that's true i feel like the drone should be kept i feel like that that was a needed scene mm. oh okay all right gotcha appreciated the drone okay gave thomas jane a little bit of action gotcha i hear you i pretty much cut tommy so jane out see i put andy into a house so there was no need for a drone As- I got rid of that whole attack scene. well and you made thomas jane a ghost exactly yeah, yeah. i'd be willing to put a drone back in that's no problem for me. Maybe they use the drone at the house in the end final scene to help take out some of Kelsey Grammer's guys. That's a good, oh, now we're working. Now there's some butter in the pan. You know what I mean? All right. So my decision is, is that while I like Will's idea of doing the alligator <gasps> mm-hmm. on the plane, got to go with Ian ah! because it's it's just not feasible enough to do oh, like, the al- like to have all that stuff on the plane. While that would make it more interesting. It would. It would make it more unbelievable. Mm. And your idea still seems like it's going to go too long because you kept the painting heist at the beginning and then you I added. I didn't. I cut the painting cut the heist. Painting no, I thought you, but you kept the whole I, painting I, I just thing. kept, there'd be a little piece of dialogue that, that said you fucked up the last mission, but we wouldn't do the whole heist of the, try to do the heist of the painting. But I bow to the winner. Thank you. Let me slap that on. Ooh, that feels good. But I appreciate your, your candor and your, and your feedback i'll i'll be better next time okay thank you yeah thank, thank you, you for your that. feedback thank you for your your you time in this belt for too long i did i did i did i like that it's going back and forth yeah that's money plane everybody that's you money, go watch plane. money plane if you want to go watch it uh shame on you but it does exist and it was pretty terrible okay so now we're going to go ahead and move on to the film coda coda which just yesterday i believe won already won some sag awards outstanding male performance troy kotzer in a supporting role which was the father mm-hmm. outstanding performance by a cast 
So it's already got those 200 spelled. It's nominated for Best Picture. It's nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the fellow who played the father. For Oscars. Correct. Yep. And for Best, I believe, Adapted Screenplay. Hmm. So here we go. We ready to dive into Coda? I am ready All to right, dive in. All right, let's letterbox this SOB. Coda. Every family has its own language. As Coda, child of deaf adults, Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her love of music and her fear of abandoning her parents. Directed by Sian Heater. Sion? Sion? Heater? Starring Amelia Jones, Marley Matlin, Troy Coetzer, Eugenio Derbez, Daniel Durant, Amy Forsythe, and many other talented people. All right. Let's jump into this. Right, I- I'll do board. 30 on the board. All right, yeah. Here we go. 30 on the board. I feel like the letterbox was pretty good, though. Thank you. Yeah. Right, here we go. And go super simple story essentially yes a young a young girl who is struggling with being in high school uh and having a deaf family and kind of standing out for that uh and and a family who's struggling to fit into a community uh that is you know uh, less accepting or less kind of outgoing toward their uh you know their needs uh and they feel a little sidelined uh falls upon some hard times she wants to go to berkeley to you know be you know a a singer uh but she doesn't know how to you know leave her family because she feels like she helps them survive in the time town i thought that was pretty good okay coda so we are going to do uh our usual but slightly different five categories instead of action because there's no action in this movie it is a non-action movie uh emotional investment will be our first category then we'll go acting directing story and good Mm, good. this is a one through five scale one being the waste five being the best let's get to it okay so we're going to start with emotional investment. Emotional investment. I'll jump off. Yeah. I gave it a four <laughs> on emotional investment. Father-daughter relationship. I've hit a point in my life. It cheated. It frankly cheated. It had a father-daughter relationship. When she belts out that first solo with the teacher, I literally wrote down, shit, this movie's going to make me cry. Oh, man. And it did. Yeah. She talks to the mother. Tears. She has her first concert. Tears. She has that sit down with the father. Done. Oh my god, yeah. Done. Oh my god, yeah. And then she has her audition. Even more done. Ugh. So you went four. Why didn't you go five with seven parts right, of tears? Right. <laughs> because I felt like every time there was a scene with the music teacher, pulled me out. Interesting. His whole vibe did not mesh with the movie. And what's interesting is I have seen his movies, Instructions Not Included was maybe one of the biggest ones, where their style, it was a comedy that has this like wildly melodramatic finish. Like it goes from like, I'm a dad and a daughter and we're having fun to my daughter just died from a disease and now everything's really sad. And you're like, whoa, whoa, I just went through two hours of like chuckles. And now all of a sudden, this horrible thing just happened. You know, I think we discussed this with Raging Fire. Like, culturally, there's different ways of approaching drama and, and comedy and how things fit together. And I've learned, I've found with a lot of, uh, I guess, Mexican movies in particular, that there is that, this melodramatic mixing with comedy. So you'll have these, like, heavy, heavy bits and then, like, just silly, goofy fart jokes. And you're just like, okay. And I felt like his character was sort of the reverse of that. You have this drama with this music teacher who at the one point when she like interrupts his meditation and the alarm goes off, he's like, well, thank you. Thank you. And it's like, we probably could have cut before this. We don't need like 30 extra seconds of him vamping. When she's so, when she finds music and she can't speak it, she signs it. I I cringed. Okay. It felt, there were too many moments in this movie that felt cutesy footsy, like- Sometimes the parents were a little like, oh, we get it. You're you're weird. 
They're like, we still have sex and we're kooky and we're going to have wacky chats with your little boyfriend. And right. we're so goofy. And it was like, can we just right. calm down on the like the goofy family dynamic? Oh, okay. That's, that, that made that, you feel uncomfortable. It did. Okay. It did. Got it. It did. Got it. So anyway, got it, got it, got so it, got four. Got it. Could have been a 3.5, but I cried. That's a rarity. Adrian? I give it a three. Okay. Okay. I was I was invested, but I wasn't super invested because I feel like the story has been done. So I was just kind of along for the ride. Okay, nice. I was fully invested. Did you go five? I went five on this. What? I have fully emotional investment. I can't like I wanted to like be like cynical and a hater a little bit, but like man, I was over there just like little weepy boo. You know where I I differ in opinion with you, Ian, is that I found the music teacher to be the refreshing. I don't give a shit about your drama in your life. I'm here to like help you right. be the best you. If you're not in on that, you're not in on that. And so I, I enjoyed him as kind of a, a counter character. I'll agree with you. There was some stuff with the parents that was a little like, this is excessive. Yeah. We, we don't need all of this. We don't need him to show the condom and the, right. and the spitting semen right. thing, which I, I think is hilarious. It's adorable. I enjoyed the father as an actor and as yes. as a you know as a character. Well deserving of a nomination. Um, for me, some of that gets deducted out of like directing sure, and story you I get and, that. and some that stuff it's, so um my emotional investment yeah just because five. five just because yeah i don't cry a lot but i was over there with I, little tears on my face you know doing a little <laughs> you know what i mean like hoping crystal didn't look over from the from the <laughs> from here you know and just see you know will weeping on the couch every time um, something new came i was like god damn it and there were the tears but there's you know there's a lot of honesty and truth in it there's sure. a lot of stuff that like i enjoyed that i didn't feel like they went too far okay. with the sappy piece. I also enjoyed the message of like the brother's storyline. He brings that message of like, we're not helpless. You're, you're treating us like we love you and you know, we love what you do, you know, when you're here, but we can, we will be okay without you, you know? And so I, you know, I don't know. For me, it, it had kind of all the elements I wanted. And yes, the boyfriend singing together stuff well, was, was a fine. little like cool. It, but I, I just, it was just, it was the teacher. I, when I saw him, I was like, Oh, I love this dude. And then it just, it was too much for me. It was okay. too kooky. It I was, thought the parents were way kookier they than were, he was. They were, but he was... I felt like he was like, yeah, that's a, that's a choir teacher for sure. I agreed with <laughs> why he... Like, I appreciated him being the, I'm in this for you. Like, your drums don't got nothing to do with this. It just... When that first cry for me came, I had, up until that point, I was not fully invested. I was like, eh, it's a bit... Eh, and then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, God damn it, there it is. So, okay. Uh, acting. 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 Went for... Convincing performances, great cast chemistry, but I did feel at times the script let them down a little bit. The choir teacher was my big. There were just some moments throughout that, that they they went too far in on the kooky or the like, look at this weird family instead of just let's lay down some emotional track work. And it comes together in the end. It does. It, it does pay off. And I weeped. But I just it, it's like the first half of the movie sort of had me wanting and then they sad, sort of started to pick it up. Later on. I gave it five. Fair enough. I thought there was a lot of passion in everybody, and I liked it. I like Marley Matlin. Oh, she's great. She's a delight. And I, I've never seen her husband or the the son in anything before, and I just thought they were good. And even, even the side actors, everybody behind it, all the fishermen, I felt like everybody gave it a very good performance that made it feel very real for me, that if I was in a fishing town, this is what it would yeah. be like. I liked it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I went four on acting. For me, I think the the boyfriend girlfriend relationship, in terms of the acting, just felt a little like 
do we need this? Yeah. Really? I don't really need this. And like, I didn't think he was terribly good. I felt like the Mm. family was really good. All of that character was great. I liked the choir teacher. I Mm -hmm. thought he was great in it. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like that, that boyfriend character, like I love that she's finding love and and her passions and and doing that. But his character was kind of unessential. He dropped the ball in his one emotional sort of moment where he was like, my family's not like yours. Right. It's like, I feel like I want more from you here. Yeah, he didn't really like hold up. And I didn't feel like his investment was all that good. But yeah, I mean, the father was great. Mom was great. You felt their frustration. You felt their love as a family. You got their dynamic completely and for me the the kooky stuff that i thought was overboard i lay at the feet of story and directing more than i lay at the feet of the actors but yeah i mean four i i could get pushed to a five on acting i thought everyone did a great job other than the the little yeah the little boy toy guy who i was like you're not even that good a singer like why why'd you get picked for the there's a couple of tall dudes i thought would be great you know and i thought she was wonderful i also thought they didn't overdo it Okay. But we'll get to that. Directing. Directing. 3.5. 3.5. 3.5 because of the music director, because of some of that, this is how music makes me feel. And what really bugged me about the how this is how music makes me feel, because she signs it out, and that's the only way she can express it. She has her choir show that her parents come to, which was maybe my favorite scene when they do the silence. I wanted more of the silence, because I felt that was such a great scene establishing how the parents and the brother live in this world. Because you watch the parents look at the reactions of the people around them, and that's how they're understanding sort of what's going on. That, to me, is what led to him sitting with her and saying, can you sing for me? And then she learns how to sing big. But also, I was like, how did it take you until the very, very end to realize you can sign while singing? Yeah, that that I had an issue with. Like you figured it out in the very first moment, but then you never do it again. You're like watching your parents like, <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying, but I'm glad you're here. It's like, just sign. Just sign. People will get it. They're fine. They know you're the kid with the deaf parents. Well, just sign. that was a big piece of her arc was she was embarrassed okay as a kid with a deaf parent. I guess so. But it was annoying to me that it took so long to get there. But you're right, arc, whatever. Anyway, 3.5 for directing. 3.5. I'm going to go with a four. I had no issue with the directing. Well, you had one one issue, apparently. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I still don't find it like a great movie. I feel like some of it had to come from the directing. But yeah, four. I also went 3.5, but just for like, I think, different reasons. Let's hear. I think she did a good job. I think could have cut some scenes a little earlier. Uh, in terms of like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't need some of those like post reaction. Yep scenes some of the you know some of that stuff i think she could have tightened it up a little bit but there was a a piece that i really loved about her directing which is that i didn't feel like she pushed the emotion necessarily i felt like she was trying to have some levity within that drama if you take out some of that kookiness Mm -hmm. it could be a real melodramatic movie Mm -hmm. that gets a little too sappy and i felt like she did a good job not overdoing the sappy portion Mm -hmm. and i agree with your assessment of the the extras uh, or the the the, the kind of side bit players and their acting and they're kind of like bringing i like that she brought that piece of it in it wasn't so this family centric right it's like yeah there's a there's a world around them and how they fit into it is a big piece of this movie not just how your main character fits into it right but how is this whole family fit in i think they did a great job of letting us know that asl is not a 
it's a language. Right. It's something you talk in, in a way to understand people and emotion and all of that. And I felt like that was best illustrated when all she could do was sign her emotions. Fair enough. So I felt like that was super necessary in that like signing isn't just a, a like, a, well, they can't talk, so we'll let them sign. It's like this is a real language yeah. with nuances that sometimes – Speech doesn't have. Sure. And, and so I enjoyed that they illustrate that with that piece of it. It's like her first language on some level is ASL and her second language on some level is is the verbal. When she came to school, she didn't talk very good. I'm not anti – I understand that idea. It's yeah. the same thing I think with people who speak, speak two languages. Certain languages express things better. So sign language would express her emotions a little bit better. I'm not anti that. I just think the way they did it was – it didn't feel as genuine, I think, as they wanted it to. It felt very um, movie-y. Movie-y? It, yeah. didn't, it didn't feel like a- You know it was a movie, right? I do know it was a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was Back to my Macbeth point, you know? Genuine. Because you're kind of arguing the other side of this point now. <laughs> I wanted- It was from the performance. I wanted a genuine- It didn't feel organic. Gotcha. I guess. It felt like this was very much written, and this is an actor doing a thing- not this is the character expressing themselves. It felt very like she also knows sign language, so this is how she expresses herself sometimes. As opposed to, yeah. I can't find, the, I can't find the words, I can't find the words, I can't find them, and then you sign. Okay, you're like putting that into her maybe acting, acting then. maybe. So yeah, she, you, you didn't feel like she pulled off that moment well enough. And I think the scene itself didn't necessarily. I'm, I'm actually going to put a lot of this on the director because I think the director could have figured out a way to do it. Let's move on to story. Well, you think her blocking was bad? <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Story. I went 2.5. 2.5. It's a basic-ass story. We have seen this story before, just with different parts. Family against one thing, sort of. You go find that thing. I mean, we've seen it with singing. We've seen it with dancing. We just haven't seen it with singing in a deaf family. You know, and this is based on a French movie, which was, I think, oh. the same plot, although the deaf community was not happy with that because there was only one deaf actor in that movie. So a lot With of, the French movie. In the French movie. A lot of yeah. deaf community was like, mm, fuck you. I thought they told the story well. I've seen this story a thousand times, but they did a good job. I cried. The story itself is just such a been there, done that. They told it well, but just strictly from a story point perspective, 2.5. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the two. It's okay. been there, done that. And so when Ian told me that this was the movie you guys were reviewing and I read about it, I was like, ah, not something I really seemed that interested in seeing because something I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't good. It right. just... Gotcha. You know, yeah. could have been watching something else. I don't agree, but I, I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I went three. I didn't go super high on story because, yes, it's a tried and true coming of age story that, you know, like I, I get it. But I felt like there was enough there and they did it well enough. You know, like story is about how, yes, there's what, there's seven, seven different stories that you can actually write, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like story on some level is about how well did we do this story? Yeah. Yes, we've we've seen this story a thousand times, but most of those times you didn't end up crying. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, uh, you know, like you've done this story, but we wrote it in a way and made it in a way that that affected you. And I felt like you got to give them some credit for that. They cheated. Um, they cheated. They had a father and a daughter. That's, that's not cheating. That's, that's not cheating. That's, that's part of story. There's no father and daughter. Adam and fine. <laughs> I wouldn't have cried at all. Who's a son? Ugh, Get out of gross. here. Gross. So I give them a three because their beats are pretty standard beats mm-hmm. uh, in terms of your movies. But I mean, they did such a good job. And and, and story is about finding ways to tell a story in, in a fresh kind of new way that like affects you again, right? If we've all seen a story a thousand times and this time it affects you, they did something there. They wrote something. Okay. I, I would have liked them to bang the family drum a little harder. 
I wanted more father daughter build up. But I yeah. wanted more father daughter. Well, which is why I think the the boyfriend aspect was mm-hmm. a little like I don't yeah. need this so much. But yeah, because he was such a anyway. Yeah, just kind of yeah. nuisance. Good. Good. I went three. It was enjoyable once. I don't know if, if I watched it again, if I would uh, have, oh, you know. you'd be balling. I'm not, I, that's why I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> no, I'm staying it away. It doesn't have rewatch value because I'm emotionally stunted and don't want to feel things. Emotion. You said um, it. This I don't is know. a cynical family, man. Cynical we family. We are. Yeah, I think that's safe. I, I feel uncomfortable with you know, cheesy <laughs> things. Damn you! Damn you for making me feel things. Mm-hmm. How yeah, dare you? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I need to see this movie again. Okay, like yeah. I saw it once. Good for you. Well done. Gut is rewatch value for, for me. You. Generally, that's what gut is, yeah. and that's why you know. So three. It's not a two. It's a three. But if it came on TV, like, am I going to keep watching it, or I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're, okay, cool, moving on. It's All not right. you know, it's not The Martian, you know. <laughs> okay. You. Anyway, I guess I'll go with a two. Two. Two? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I'm not quite sure of your concept of gut it's here. It's whatever you want it to be. It's your personal feeling. <laughs> yeah, I just... It's just kind of like, yeah, when you walk away from the movie... And like, it doesn't have to be rewatched. Despite anything technical that might have happened, which was good or bad, do you go, oh, I don't like that movie? Yeah. Or do you go, yeah, gut whatever only applies movie. to you. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I, I didn't love it. And, and I just... You know, I was watching it while on the plane and while also watching my daughter, who was watching The Wiggles... Ah. So I was in and out, so I just wasn't all that invested in it. And like, if I saw it on TV, I don't think I'd turn it on. I'd say, oh, I've been there, done that. I'm good. Got go. it. I went four on gut. I think we all knew that was coming. <laughs> My emotional investment was five. Um, <laughs> mostly because, yeah, when I walk away from it, this is a movie I would tell people to go see. Do I see myself seeking it out to watch it again? Wow. Not necessarily, but if Crystal was like, hey, I want to watch Coda. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? I'm a person who, when they rewatch things, it's mostly like easy, stupid action things, which is why we have this podcast. There you go. But like, yes, I I think it has rewatch value. Okay. You, you know, so that's, we challenge I go forth on that. All yeah. right. So our totals, we'll go from lowest to highest. Yeah. Adrian with a 16. 16. Uh, me uh, does, with that, a, does that beat out Tomorrow Wars or? We gave Tomorrow Wars a total of a 62%. So it definitely beats out Tomorrow Wars. Oh, good. It good, should good, beat good. out Tomorrow Wars. Good, good, good. I gave it a 17. Okay. And you and 19.5. Woo! And I liked yet, it. I, and I'm not denying you that. I would not, I don't deny me, you any of the things you gave you it. You can't. I mean, I could. <laughs> we could really go to town on, on the discussion over the music teacher, but we won't. We won't. And I like him. That's the thing. I like him. It yeah, just you don't seem to. Too much. Yeah. You know what? We can, well, let's, let's you, review. I mean, were you in choir? Hell no. Hell no. I was a theater kid. I didn't do that. I'm just saying, like, as far as a choir teacher goes, right. I didn't think he was way off base. Okay, sure. Anyway, all right. We don't, anyway. we don't need to get into it. Well, anyway. Let's let's re- let's wreck for Ray. Um, three. I don't know where Ray stands on dramas. Ray likes him. I think Ray goes four for this. Yeah, okay. I think he would rent this. What's your wreck for Ray? One to five. Five being just go see it, pay money, get on it. Four being rent it. So it's like pay sixteen dollars, pay five dollars. Three is high Sunday. So if you're just around, it's on. Watch it. Have a good time. Two planes, trains, and automobiles. If you're stuck somewhere and you can watch it, one is don't watch it yeah 2.5 2.5 there you go 2.5 so on a plane but maybe you could watch something else on the plane i downloaded it watched it on a plane but i thought i might have to watch it here in my airbnb so right you'd be willing to do that i would have been willing to do that nice yeah all right. all right. Well, all right. we went again. This has been a longy. This has a been a longy. Very longy. We did great. Adrian, did. you have been fun, Thank you. fun Thank you so and wonderful as a guest. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We explored some, some topics. Yeah. I, you know, I appreciate your, you know, like being Family open to, to, yeah, to, to talking some, talking some smack on your bro, man. Yeah. Anyway. Good for you. 
Next week. Next week. The Batman. The Batman. Starring Rob Pat. Yep. He um, is vengeance. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. We don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Either way, we're talking The Batman. And maybe we'll discuss Peacemaker finale. Oh. Did you yeah. watch it? I watched it. Okay. We'll discuss. That'll be part of DC. Yeah. Yeah. I got some things to say about okay, the finale. Okay. Well, we'll sure. chat. We'll for chat next sure. week. All right. Well, this has, been, uh, this has been this week's episode. This has been this week's episode. New it was an exciting episode. New Pitch Fix um, champion, Ian Brownser. Yeah, baby. Uh, Adrian, any last words you'd like to impart upon our listeners? Feel free, whatever you want. No, no, I don't. All right. Nice. There you go. You want to like plug anything, you know, like. No, I have nothing to plug. Nope. Okay. Great, great, great. Great. Then in that case. uh, Thank you for listening. And there's a bomb in the oven. Exit on the poolside. Yeah, you said catheters. Yeah, everybody goes to the urinary. Everybody goes to the urinary, everybody but it's Everybody goes not. to the urinary. No, but I have done urinary. Okay. Generally, when animal people are talking, it's IV catheters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for gotcha. some reason, everybody, you no, hear the word catheter, you, hear catheter, you, you, catheter, you think you urinary. You think like, this girl's sticking tubes in monkey D-holes. penises. Yeah. yeah.